Hello, and welcome to Unabridged, the weekly podcast where teachers take on books. This is Sarah. Join us for bookish episodes and a monthly book club pick. This is Ashley. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Unabridged Pod, or go to our website, unabridgedpod.com, where the books we read are linked for purchase. This is Jen. Check out our Teachers Pay Teachers store, our Patreon page, and our newsletter. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to support us. You want opinions about books? We've got them. Hi, and welcome to Unabridged Teaching Tidbits. This is Teaching Tidbit 16 with Ashley. Today, I wanted to talk with you about teaching tools that can be used on the go. But before I get started, I wanted to share with you that if you are a teacher and wanting to support Unabridged and be a bit more involved in our community, you can go to Patreon and join our teacher pals on there. That's a great way to support us. It's $5 a month and you get a free teaching resource of your choice from our Teachers Pay Teachers store each month. And you also get some bonus content as far as things like book talks that are available only to our Patreon supporters. So check that out at patreon.com slash unabridged pod if you're looking for more teaching connections to the unabridged crew. Today, I wanted to share with you some teaching tools that I think are great to use on the go. As many of you who routinely listen know, our family is gearing up for a really big trip. And so we are actively preparing for that right now. And I'm having to think a lot about what things are worth taking with us. We will be in Morocco and Spain for the rest of 2021. And my kids will be in school in Spain. Because of the timing, they won't be in school in Morocco, but we'll definitely be doing some activities at home that I want them to be fun for the kids. But I also want to encourage their skills, especially as we prepare for a different environment in the fall. So that's been on my mind, and I also thought that a lot of you might be looking at summer camps or teaching opportunities in the summer, some tutoring possibly, or if you're listening and you have kids of your own, you might be looking for ways to supplement their learning during the summer and maybe during some travel time. So I have three things I want to share with you that I think are really essentials that I plan to take with me on the trip. And one of them is the rocket book. If you have not seen rocket books before, I think they're great in general for use in the classroom, but I also think they can be really powerful with trips because of the way you can reuse them. So the concept of the rocket book is that the paper is a special kind of material that can be wiped down after use and you can use it again. It also has a series of codes on each page that can be directed to different sources so that they can be digitized. So if you want to have, for example, if you're using it with kids and you want to have their artwork sent to a family member, you can code that so that you just mark an X on a particular icon, and when you take the picture, it will text it to their family member. So that's a great way to share the work that they're doing before they erase it. You also can do that for yourself, so you can have notes that you have sent to a specific folder within your drive or other methods that you want to direct to a digital space. That can be done as well. And I personally have the Rocketbook Fusion that I really love. I have some of the classic ones too that are just the dot pages, but the Fusion includes some calendar, both monthly and weekly pages, in addition to some blank pages. As many of you know who follow me on Instagram, I'm also a bullet journaler. And so 
the rocket book does have pages that are consistent with the dot style that a lot of bullet journalers use. And I also have a model for kids that it seems is not available anymore, but basically any of the rocket books will work for kids. The one that I have, the pages are a little bit slicker, but a lot of their models that work for older kids and for adults would also work for younger kids. One very important thing about the rocket book is they require a certain kind of pen friction pens. Those pens are erasable normally and they have tips where you can erase, but with the rocket book you always want to use a little bit of water and a cloth to erase, but I did want to mention that make sure that you use those friction pens. They have them wi- they're widely available. You can get them at office supply stores or on Amazon and there are a lot of different styles. I am a huge <laughs> pen fan, so I have a lot of different kinds and they're all great, but you do need to make sure you use those with the rocket book. So again, that's the rocket book. Another thing I wanted to share is in general, games I think are really great for learning on the go. And one that I plan to take that I think is great for young kids is Bananagrams. I actually have a couple of versions. The regular version of Bananagrams that we have played as a family for a long time and that I play with my extended family. And so that's just Lee's letter tiles. It's a lot like Scrabble, except that you grab a bunch of letters at once and you see how many words you can make with your letters. So you're building your own crosswords essentially with it. So it's a fast moving game and it's a lot of fun. There is a version called My First Bananagrams and it has letter combinations already put together. So instead of every single tile being individual, there are some, for example, SH that show the combinations. It makes it a little bit easier for kids to build their own words. And so I just love that. I think that it works well for practicing spelling. I think it's a fun way to talk about word combinations and combo words and making sentences using the tiles. So I just think there's a lot of things you can do there. But again, I think that stretches to games in general that there are so many great learning games that are pretty compact and make learning fun and are great to do on the go or in an environment that is like a summer camp or a tutoring situation where you're wanting it to be a lot of fun and engaging for the kids, but also promoting those skills that you're helping them to gain. The last thing I wanted to talk about is particular to kids, I'd say, I think they say up to 12, but these are built for kids typically ages 5 to 12. And it's Osmo, that's the name of the company, and they make a series of learning games that connect to an iPad or a Kindle Fire. And the way that they work is you order a kit that will sit your iPad or your Kindle Fire in the base, and then you pop on this little mirror, and it will make it where the game can read the workspace of a child. And then what the game is able to do is, for example, if it's a number counting game, the child has tiles that have, there are both number tiles with the actual numbers, and then there are dot tiles that show representation through dots, how many of an item. And for example, the game will have them look to find the number eight, and they will have to do a four and a four, or a three and a five. And what it's able to do is read whether what they have chosen is correct. I was absolutely blown away when I first saw these by the level of engagement and between the physical 
use of manipulatives, which we're so used to and know is very effective in the classroom, and that tech connection that makes it, that gamifies it, that makes it fun, and that also is checking the work of the kid through the activity. I think that's really remarkable. There are a slew of different games that you can choose from, and Our family, personally, my kids love the detective agency one the best that has maps of different places around the world, and it's kind of a seek and find activity, so they listen to clues, and then they have to find things on these maps using a magnifying glass, and they love that. That is a game, but the basic genius kit is tangrams, letter tiles, and number tiles, and that's a great place to start. There are several apps that go with that that are really great. Another one that my kids really like is the Little Genius Kit. I got that one because when we were doing it early on, my older child, who is now six, was loving it, but my younger child, who at the time was still a toddler, couldn't be very involved. And the Little Genius Kit is great. It invites kids to build letters and to interact with stories and choose different outfits based on what's happening in the story and things like that. And so that was great because both of them could do that activity together and really enjoy it. So those are three things I plan to be taking on my trip. One is the Rocket Book, the second is games, and the third is Osmos. I have tried those with the Kindle Fire and they do work well. Traditionally in our county, we use them with the iPad, which is great. We won't have one of those for the kids when we're traveling, but when we were looking to travel, we decided to purchase the kids Kindle Fire, which already has a case on it. And that was a great fit for us. It was worth it. We did some deal watching and it is working well with the Osmos. So I hope that that's helpful for you and I'd be interested to know what you like to take as teaching tools when you are on the go. So let us know at social media at Unabridged Pod and thanks for listening. Do you have comments or opinions about what you heard today? We'd love to hear them. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Unabridged Pod or on the web at unabridgedpod.com for a list of ways to support us. We'd like to thank Jared Featherstone, who composed our theme music, Strings of Light, and Katie Amy of Amy Photography, our podcast photographer. Thanks for listening to Unabridged.